Welcome back to another episode of The Mixed Bag. It's your boy, T-Money, with uh, our classic host, Giovanni Galino, a.k.a. Megaforce. Yes, sir. And our special guest, Chrissy. Hey. 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 What's up? Not much. How are you guys? You know, just chilling. Uh, just got done with Christmas. How was y'all Christmases? Christmas didn't feel like Christmas. Yeah, really, because my life's been crazy. I came home; it was like sixty degrees, mm-hmm. um, but it was good. It was really small. Yeah, today we experienced uh, the first drop of snow. It snowed today for the first time all year, or well, since last winter. I woke up, felt a little disappointed because I don't like snow that much. Yeah, I was totally cool with it being like sixty degrees on Christmas. Oh. I was like, mm, yes, this is perfect. It makes it not feel like Christmas if you're used to like snow and winter. Yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. like the last few Christmases have been relatively snow-free, and, like, the snow usually doesn't really start until January now. True. I will say not having snow made, like, my family always make me, well, I should say, me and my parents always go look at Christmas lights. Like, I You do ever, look at a lot of Christmas lights. I know, lights. I don't love Christmas lights come at me, but, yeah. And you, like, you like to make sure that everyone sees them, too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, that's what I told you. She posts all the Christmas lights to her story. It's not true. It is true. Multiple people are calling you out. You're in denial. Okay, whatever. Hey, you have to admit, though, they're pretty legit. I mean, yeah, but it's just, like, nicer to see them in person. Well, you guys can't come to Manuka, so well, I'm happy now. Well, you know, you can see our own lights. <laughs> yeah, Your lights aren't as good. Oh. I'm going to be honest. When I see Chrissy on the story, I'll be like, swipe. Nice. <laughs> That's actually fair. I'm just like, tat, 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 tat. You know how it shows you? It shows you the little preview. I'm like, Christmas lights again? All right. Next. You're ridiculous. And I like to look at snow. It's pretty, but it's just like, besides looking at it, what's the point? Like, everything else is negative. You can go sledding. Yeah, that's like, that's fun for about an hour, but then you're cold, your nose is runny, your feet are cold, and you just want to like die. Me and my niece Bristol made a snowman today. That was pretty fun. Whoa. It's probably going to melt by tomorrow. You know what's better than that? Being able to go outside without losing all feeling in your body. (laughs) I mean, yes. Agreed, but it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the snow. Snow? <laughs> I don't know. To me, snow is just like, it's like very temporary fun, and then it's a lot of annoyance. Like, it makes the roads all crazy. It makes driving more dangerous. Car crashes, like, rates are much higher. Mm. True, true, true. Even just walking is more difficult. I almost slipped today, <laughs> this morning, on some wet, some wet snow, because it was, like, already starting to melt. Yeah, it melted mega quick, actually. And it was raining, too. Yeah, started raining. This reminds me like, like, it causes sleet, which is worse than snow. And it's scary. <laughs> reminds me of the Cam Peel skit. Black eyes. <laughs> the black eyes? Whoa, what? Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I don't know. Have you not seen it? Oh, gosh. I don't watch those. It's a super funny video where they, like, basically make fun of these news reporters, like, reporting about black ice, and they're like, this is coming up. Oh, black, black ice. ice. Yeah. Okay. Black ice will just come up Yeah, what did you, you think she said, Gio? <laughs> I you said black guys. And they're like, oh. black ice. <laughs> I thought you said black eyes, like the black eyed peas. Like, no, no, you're no. shortening their name, like, you're cool with them. Like, no. Them they name. make jokes, like, You guys know the black eyes? Wait. That sounds... Yeah. I did watch an SNL skit, which was funny, with Billy. Eilish? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I never know how to say your last name. I always say oh, you told either. me about that. He would. It was the one. What do you mean, I would? <laughs> You're I don't... in music business. Yeah, but I'm a listen. No, are you? What are you? What am I? Gen Z. Gen Z. I'm what am I? You're Gen Z, too. Uh, I think he's probably a border. But... No, Gen Z is, I think, 95 and up. Oh, he's 25. 
He's 24. Almost 25. You yeah. are almost 25. Your birthday's... Lord forgive me. <laughs> yeah. So you're so you're just... You're uh, one of the oldest Gen Z, but you are technically Gen Z. Well, I mean, there's also, like, different scales, too. Like, some... some like, you look it up, websites say different things. Yeah. Between Gen Z you and millennial. You probably could pick if you wanted to. What do you want to be? You want to be a Gen Z or a millennial? I'll be a millennial. Alright. Sounds he, cooler, man. He's a millennial. <laughs> and his best friend's a falcon. Mm-hmm. So you can call them the Millennial Falcon. <laughs> never watched that show. I never heard they did either. What show? <laughs> oh, shoot. Hey, tell me why I was thinking about that Disney Falcon and the Soldier or whatever. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about that. But you were talking about Star Wars. I was talking about Star Wars, yeah. yeah I was talking about a Star Wars joke, but I knew you were talking about the Marvel show. Yeah, I'm slacking. <laughs> I was tracking with both of you, sorry. I'm just like, maybe I am a millennial because I'm just out of the loop. Like, I'll be talking to my cousin, and she'll say slang, and I'm like, what do I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't know a lot of... I, I'm clearly a millennial, but I don't know a lot of their, like, speak. But like, yeet had to be explained to me. By who? <laughs> By a Gen Zer, which is pretty hard. I mean, you guys are... I mean, So what do you define know, yeet as? What did you come to understand it as? When you, like, throw something aggressively... She thought that was Kanye West's new nickname. No. Yeet. She's ridiculous. I did Yeezy. not. Yeezy. You're ridiculous. I just didn't. I mean, you guys. I mean, you're you're millennial, but like, you still spend more of your life in the generation of Gen Z. Like, what year were you born? Whoa, whoa, Brett. <laughs> ninety four. Ninety four. So you Great spent. Year. So two years <laughs> later, the new generation started. So like, you're. I mean, you're a. You're a millennial, but you're. I mean, let's be real. You're basically a Gen Z. See. But, you know, life is short, so you can be whatever you want yeah, to be. That's true. Yeah, true. That's my new philosophy, you know? Yeah, just don't be a boomer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever you do, just don't be racist and you'll be okay. Yeah, like like specific pastors out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know when this will come out, so let's <laughs> wait till the burn it. The yeah. Well, we're not, we're not going we're not gonna to say who or what yeah, yeah, yeah. the context is. Let's just say, you know, some pastors can be racist. Let's just say, uh, but most aren't that I know of. What else y'all been up to since our last getting together? Well, the last time the three of us got together wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. It was at uh that. Oh yeah, that restaurant Pinchero. Actually, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a lot of football in the past few days. I'm not gonna lie. I did not realize how much my parents watch football till I spent the last few days with them. And I'm like, I'm not kidding you. Like, I do think they watch the Bears. But, like, we watched, like, every game that was on. And I was just like, this is a lot to keep up with. And they're, like, trying to teach me players' names and stats and all this stuff. And I was just like, this you, is all. You guys watch football on Thanksgiving? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, the Bears played on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, you got to. It. You got to. Yeah. yeah. Y'all put some money on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who puts their money on the Bears is basically just giving it away. It hurts. It hurts. The Bears, uh, Chicago has a record of some of the worst teams in history for all sports, but they have some of the most loyal fan bases. It's very true, actually. The Bulls. Well, the Bulls actually started playing better this year. Well, it's like the Bulls. I mean, like, you look at the Bulls in the 90s. They were, when they had Jordan, they were great, but they haven't won, they haven't won a a championship since, since Jordan left. Their logo was cool, though. I mean, yeah, sure. Like, I would go for the Bears if their logo was cooler, but... Just, <laughs> I like the, the like bear. the Cubs. They they won uh, they won the 
World Series. The World Series in um, 2016. That was 2016. But I saw that. Before that, when was the last time? 1917? Actually, I think it was in 17. Nope. It was 16. It was like 108 years. Yeah, it was like... It was like well, I was trying to think... Oh, well, that makes sense. I graduated college in 16. Well, good job. What I remember it specifically because it was a big moment for me when the Cubs won. Yeah. It, was, it was emotional for me too, and I didn't even watch. Yeah, there were not there were yeah. non Cubs fans that were like in support of it because they're like, man, they haven't won in over a hundred years. They, let's just let's just give it to them. Let's just let them have this. I'll be honest, I fell asleep though. Oh, uh, like, you're not a real you one. See, that's the thing. I remember where I was at. I was in my apartment over in Hato because, like, we were watching it all in the living room, and it was like you know we were all pumped up everything like that, and then the like sorry I was about to sneeze. The, then the, uh, what is it, the, the layover, or overtime, you know, like, where they had to, like, shut down for a little bit because, like, the rain or whatever. Do you guys remember that? And then the game went into overtime. Yeah. Well. Or, yeah. So, like, yeah. that's the thing is, like, during that, like, time where they stopped the game because of weather, I fell asleep because I was just, like, this is getting really late. I have work tomorrow morning. But it's and the Cubs like, in the World Series. How are you going to fall asleep? Like, How are you going to fall asleep to that? Like, I was, I was at the gym during the game. And uh, I was watching it. I was I was mostly just walking on the treadmill watching it. There was a there was people sitting down by the TVs watching it at the gym, not even working out, just to watch it. And I wanted to go home, but I was but the game was in overtime, and I was so scared that the that the Cubs that the game was going to end while out on my drive home. And it's like a one minute drive home from where I lived at the time to the gym. I was like, I swear, if I go home, the game's going to end. So I stayed in the Cubs one, and the gym was like, everyone was just like cheering like crazy. Yeah. No one was, it was insane, and it was a big moment for me. And I remember just everyone had the W flags after that, and it was a... Uh, Everybody started crying. Every, I, I almost in cried. Chicago during that, because like, I was in St. Louis when the Cards won, like Cardinals won, and man, like... Things were clear. People, like, yeah. flooded, sorry. <laughs> People like flooded the streets. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, but like, the Cardinals have won, the Cardinals have won a lot. In their in their in their career in their lifespan, but the Cubs they've won. This is their third time winning and their first time winning since the early 1900s in over a hundred years, and the last time they even been to the World Series was the 1940s. So yeah, it was a it was a big it was a big experience. Now the Cubs are back to kind of being bad again. They they've like all their best most of their best players have been sold to other teams. Anthony Rizzo, I'm looking at you. You I can't believe you left for the Yankees. I I hate did you he? now. Yeah, they bought him out, and and the, and the Cubs did not do that good this year. Is that the guy that's from around here? Mm-mm. That's uh, Zobrist Ben Zobrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know because I work with some of the brothers. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know. But I did not know who he was. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who it was until I moved here and started working with his brothers. And they're like, oh, my brother like plays for the Cubs. And then like I looked him up and I was like, oh, your brother like is like a known guy. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh, cool, like whatever. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, he's one of the. He was one of the, if not the best player on the Cubs. Yeah, I didn't know. I I don't follow the Cubs. I was from. I'm from where I'm from. Everyone Sox fans. So that was weird moving to. I'm a White Sox fan. That's what I'm saying. White Sox did better this year than the Cubs did. I moved to Central Illinois and I was shocked. But I hate the name of their stadium. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because it's changed so many times. Yeah. I mean, White Sox is kind of a lame name in general. Yeah. Look at We got White Sox on. Represent. Do they wear White Sox? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, look, if you want to go to our socks. store and buy our merch, just some White Sox. That's all they sell, too. The Red Sox are the same thing, except they're red. They, I don't like their logo now, but their old logo was cool. It was like a White Sox with wings. Pretty dope. 
I have a hat with you. Why is why is it called the World Series when literally only the United States and Canada participate? And Canada participate? Yeah, and like it's like Toronto, and that's it. <laughs> Maybe a couple others, but <laughs> hmm. why they call it, they only call it the World Series because Canada is in it. Like no other countries participate. Or care to be honest. Well, I mean, not like baseball is like huge in Japan. Actually, in Mexico, it's pretty big, too. Yes. Not like soccer, but... I mean, soccer is the biggest sport in the world outside of the U.S., but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, baseball is huge in, in Japan, and it's pretty big in Mexico, and probably a few other countries, too. I mean, even, like, like even U.S. football, the uh, American football is big in some other countries. Like, <laughs> my, uh... uh well, I guess he doesn't... He wasn't related to me. My aunt's ex played on... A, played U.S. football in Germany... Okay. On a team called the Bears, actually. What's he up to now? I have no idea. They broke up years ago. <laughs> I'm, touch. I mean, that's private information, but I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God bless him, man. Yeah. God bless him. God bless him. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Bears actually. Uh, did you guys watch the game against the Seahawks? No, I don't they watch. Like, I don't watch football. It was rough. Like it looked like they were just gonna lose, and they somehow, somehow, some way, with that. Got looking down. Like, I can't they lie. pulled it out because I was like, I did not think they were going to do it. I got literally texted Brett and was like, this game's over. Like, I'm done with the Bears. And I'm like, and they ended up pulling it out and winning. And I was like, the Bears are known for that. Happened. The Bears are known for that. The Bears are known for like playing a bad game, but then pulling it out like right at the end, doing really good at the end and winning. But uh-huh. the Bears suck, man. I can't lie. The Bears have not been good. They've won one Super Bowl in their whole career, and it was in 1985. And. They suck. I'm sorry. I love. I, I don't. I don't love the Bears. I don't even care for I'm football so that much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like he doesn't watch football. <laughs> football is the most overrated. American football is the most overrated sport, in my opinion, because like they play for like 30 seconds at a time, just for like five minutes in between each time they stop, just so they can talk or like prepare, and they run at each other and hit each other. They throw the ball down the field. They run a little bit, and then 30 seconds go by and it's over. And now we have to wait for something else to happen. And I don't know, man. I, I get why people like it, but I also don't get why people like it this much. Football gives the Super Bowl an excuse to eat a bunch of chips and dip. I am mad about it. I know more. Pe- I know more people that watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show and the commercials than the actual game. Dude, but the commercials have been lame the past couple. Yeah, of they years. have. Except for the like, what is it? The Cheetos commercial with like, Ashton usually, Kutcher. That was good. That one was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like Shaggy. <laughs> like, I'm gonna it. tune in for the Super Bowl this time strictly for the halftime show. Mm. When is it? Like end of January. Or later. I mean, it's coming up. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's usually it's usually Who's performing this time? Eminem, Dr. Dre, what? Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and, uh, effort, and one Mary other. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Okay, I'm watching. She's <laughs> <laughs> the one you're watching for. That's the person that he doesn't know. And I just, just like, when, who is this? When they, announced, when they announced the list, I was like, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. Who? And I just, I was I like, I didn't find him where she was. I mean, I was I, I looked up her discography and I was like, oh, she was actually pretty big. She sold a lot and and she she has a <laughs> she went platinum, bro. Yeah. More than that, but um, I just never heard of her before. And I and in my head I was just like, no Big Sean though. No, no Big Sean. Um, in my head I was just like, I mean, she was big, but like, is she, she's gonna be on there with people like Eminem and Kendrick Lamar and Snoop Dogg she's, she's and Dr. Big. Dre? She's not she's at their level though. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying she's not at their level. That's a random like group of people. No, it's not. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg are all are all make sense. Like they're all a part of. Like, I guess I don't know why they got so many. 
Uh, I guess they just wanted to bring back some classic hip-hop. I mean, like, Dr. Dre discovered Snoop Dogg and Eminem, and he's close with both of them. Um, he didn't... I don't think he really discovered Kendrick Lamar, but Kendrick Lamar was on Dr. Dre's uh, record label, Aftermath. I don't know if he still is, but... Mm. so And they've all worked together, too. Um, so, yeah, I think it makes sense, and I think it's going to be awesome, and I'm, I'm super excited. I'm always down for some Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is great. All of them are great. I'm Even Mary J. Blige, bro. I'm sure she is. I, I, I'm i sure she's great. I just haven't heard any of her stuff. Or maybe I have, and I just... I couldn't even tell you one of her songs, but yeah, like, she's big. I, I know, bro. <laughs> what did he saying, Chrissy? Oh, God. Do you know any of her songs uh, off of your head? Off the top of my head? Probably not. See, exactly. Um, but you but you can name an Eminem song, can't you? Losing Reality? Losing what? <laughs> <laughs> I okay, you. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Maybe Losing she... Grip? Is that something? Losing Grip? You mean Lose Yourself? Losing is it Reality? Lose Yourself? Yeah. What do you mean? Is it, that's, that's one of the... That's arguably the biggest hip-hop song of all time. My bad. I have not. I told you that. No. It's alright. <laughs> Losing grip. I don't know. The reality was the first. <laughs> can you name yeah. a Snoop Dogg song? I can't. Well, name I think his was Young not and Wild and Free. Is that technically? Well, Snoop I guess. Dogg, I guess. No, that's technically it's, it's Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. It's technically Wiz Khalifa. No, no, it's both of them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Because they did a movie together. Yeah. Mac and Devin go to high school, and yeah. it was on the soundtrack. Uh, which I, we've had this conversation before that like don't ask me names of songs. Like, Can you I'm name a Kendrick Lamar song? No. Can you name a Dr. Dre song? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know if I can name a Drake song. You can't name a Drake song either. I mean, Hotline Bling. Okay. okay. Name one. There's no one. <laughs> I can name one. You couldn't name Lose Yourself. Lose Love the way you lie. Love the way you lie. I thought was technically Rihanna. No, nope, that's Eminem. Eminem featuring Rihanna. Oh my bad. There is a part two. People confuse where it is Rihanna featuring Eminem. But that song was, like, way smaller than the Eminem one. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I do know another Eminem. Not Afraid, Without Me, The Real Slim Shady, My Name well, Is. Well, okay, that is. But see, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't know what they were that song. I know his song. Like, I can see it's in the song. chorus. But, like, I don't know if that's it's, the name of the song, though. Well, it's better than <laughs> Lose Reality. I know. <laughs> Dr. Dre, you can't name Still Dre. Forgot About Dre. The next episode. Dr. Dre has a lot of titles with I his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dre, I'm gonna be on. Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot. Snoop All the Dogg pimps in the crib, Ma, I Drop mean, It Like It's no, Hot. No, I know that song. I didn't know it was Snoop Dogg. Oh, uh, Gin and Juice? Gin and Juice. I do know that one. But my mind and my money and my money Where and is my mind. Kendrick Where's your Lamar? suburb of Chicago by? What did you say? Where's your suburb of Chicago by? Manuka? Yeah. Joliet. Okay. It's like 20 minutes outside Joliet. So it's like a mega suburb. Like you're pretty far from Chicago. I yeah, we don't. I don't really consider it a Chicago suburb. But that's what you called it, I think. Did I? Yeah. What is it? What's it called? You did. Did I really? Earlier, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, she well. takes a lot of convincing. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I just like it's like I don't. Know she's like I'm so about. like yeah. in awe that she could have possibly said that. She's like, I said that. Well, yeah, because I think I said, or when I okay, maybe I did. I, don't, I thought I just said from where I'm at, like, by Chicago. What is life like over there? Because Joliet's a pretty... Oh, no, I'm thinking about Rockford. Is Joliet a nice city? Not really. Oh. It's actually pretty rough. Okay. Like a lot of poverty, <laughs> like, or what you mean? Rough? I mean, yeah. A lot, a lot of poverty, a lot of crime. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't go... Like, so is Manuka, like, where the people go to escape that? I mean, yeah, like... Mm. 
It's known for like the better school. Where does Peoria go to escape crime? Where do you guys think? Morton. Morton. Dunlap. Washington. Morton, Dunlap. Yeah. Choose. Yeah. <laughs> take your pick. Yeah. Any so, like, anywhere but Pekin. Joliet. You can move to Shorewood, Plainfield, Monaco, Shanahan. Pekin has a horrible reputation in Peoria. It really does. It's like not fully so. <laughs> it's, well, it's because I don't go to Pekin that often, and I've never been in Pekin long enough to like actually experience why it has such a bad reputation. But I mean, if you're in Central Illinois and you know these towns, Pekin has like just the worst reputation of being like racist and like scummy. And yeah. I'm not saying that's true. I haven't seen it myself because I don't go there. But but are you saying it's not true? I don't know. I mean, I, I will mean, say from someone who moved to Central Illinois, Pekin gets a lot of sh- crap thrown at him. Oh, wow. You been there? You got uh, friends yeah. there? Well, yeah. I do have friends who live there. Are they racist? No. That's the thing. That's like what I've heard. Do you know there. for sure that they're not racist? Yeah. Have you asked them? <laughs> Did you ask them? Hey, are you racist? Sometimes you gotta ask to really know. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, honestly... You can find out if someone's racist by like sitting down and you just mention like a topic and then you, and then you just like sit back and listen to what they have to say and then sometimes some things come out. I've witnessed that. Like where, what topic? Well, you could be like, um, so what do you think of Obama? And then uh, mm-hmm. and then and then they'll go on and on about Obama with it. And if they like, you know, I'm not saying if you like, if you dislike Obama, you're racist. But but I've heard people say they dislike. Yes. But, <laughs> but I've heard people say they dislike Obama. Because of what so and so reason, and then they go beyond that, mm-hmm. and then it does sound like it's starting to become about race. And I'm just like, whoa, bro! Like, mm-hmm. they're like, and you could tell they're just like they have this attitude. They're like, I'm not racist, but I don't want a black man running my country. And I'm just like, that's what race. That's racist. That's that's the definition of racism. Like that is racist. You can't say you're not. You can't. You heard put, someone say that live? Yeah, I mean, no, they didn't say that word for word, but that's basically what I've gotten from a conversation yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah. There should be a skit off of that. <laughs> well, I got another example and I won't name names. Um well, she's sitting right next to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So Chrissy once said that she hates all races except white. <laughs> Alright, question guys. Not <laughs> what do you scenario, about? scenario. Have we all had no slime? I do have a story though, and I won't name names, but a old friend's uh, a old friend's grandma um, um we were talking about I don't remember what we were talking about, but she mentioned that her um, her niece or something, or, or maybe it was a her maybe it was a cousin. But she said that she mentioned that she was marrying she's white and she's marrying a black man, and um, the grandma mentioned that? yeah, and she uh, she talked about how she's like I'm not racist, I like black people, but I but I would never let my kids marry a black man, yeah. and I would and I think it's disgusting that I'm just like what. Hmm. That is extremely racist. And mem- yeah. I remember s- I was a teenager. I was probably like 15 at the time. I remember just standing there or standing there thinking to myself, I'm just like, yeah, you, you're racist. And I was like, she has, or like there's black people around her in her house all around her all the time. And she's, you, she seems fine with it. But she has this attitude. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm fine with being friends with them. And I'm fine with them being around but I don't want them in my family. And I'm just like, that's still racist. No, it's crazy how many people are against interracial marriage. Like, You should probably s- speak up. Uh, I said it's kind of crazy how... My <laughs> Stand up against what's right. <laughs> that's what, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I meant I it to the mic. so much. We're like, they're fine, like, being friends with them or no. Like, honestly, like... 
that's yeah. I love some of my family, but like all my family would say that. Like my straight mm-hmm. up, like I think my grandfather when he rested in peace, but then also like my uncles like so kind of said that to me of like that's what he's you're, you're you know one of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's probably not in peace. Too anyway. far, too far. Um, too far you, my you off guard with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not gonna get to that. But yeah, it's like yeah. My uncle literally said that to me of like Christina, like, your dad, like, your mom, and, like, all of us are going to be so happy, whoever you marry, just don't marry a black guy. And I literally was, like, and, like, I, like and like he said that to me as I was, like, I, like, I clearly was dating a black guy. <laughs> like, literally, I was, like, how could you just say that? That's basically like, saying I don't approve of it. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Just like, you can, da- you can marry whoever you want, marry for love, we're going to love them. And like still married. Well, the worst part is, is they don't think they're racist. Like they say, like I'm not racist, but this, this, and that. And I'm just like, that is racist. Just because you don't like hate them, like think they're the worst thing on earth, and think they don't belong here or deserve equal rights, but you're like, oh, I don't want them in my family. Or I don't want them near my family. Just like that's still extremely racist. Like you're still a racist person. And I'm granted most of the people that I hear these things from are older and like come from a generation where racism was still very, very like prevalent and like extremely like uh, well, I mean it's still an issue today. But it was like the civil right, like come from like the civil rights movement or even before that. And it's just like, mm-hmm. look, I understand you grew up with this, but you need to get with the times. Like this is not what this is not what life's like no more. Like. You can't you can't be like that. You gotta you really gotta change the way you think, because we're all humans. Especially if you're like a Christian, and like it's constantly preached at church and and in the Bible that all humans are created equally. We're all created in God's image. And then they say, yeah, but I don't want these people in my family because of the color of their skin. And it's just like what? Yeah. And it's yeah. just like when are people gonna realize that it's not the color of your skin that defines who you are. I don't know when. I was like, you Check out my song, They Are the Human Race. It's about the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that. I mean, that's like the Great Commission talks about, you know, gotta, like, every tongue, tribe, nation shall hear. It's like, definitely wasn't talking about America. Yeah. And, all, and, you know, obviously in the rest of the world, you know, it's a lot different in America. Like, there's a lot of, like, st- there's, like, s- slavery and racism and and women without equal rights depending on what country you're in uh but like one problem at a time let's focus on america and getting our stuff together here sound like a politician <laughs> sorry <laughs> let's focus on america <laughs> well i mean like i mean like let's get i mean people are always like oh we need to fix the world i'm like how about we fix our country so we're able to help the rest of the world because you can't like it's just like saying like someone who's broken can't really help someone who's broken that's why i always say like make sure you're okay before you try to help other people and i'm not see and i'm not saying you know like oh that means screw everyone else but it just means i you can't really help someone if you like you're in desperate need for help yourself so like once we get like and obviously nothing's ever gonna be true or not true he knows we don't agree on this (laughs) oh i don't (laughs) <laughs> but I saw some thinking of the heads. I'm like, what's going I mean, on? Uh, my head. I'm I mean, speak, speak your mind. Speak your mind. Yeah. We, we, don't have, we don't have to agree on everything. But that's just what I believe. I think... I mean, that's a valid point. I, I think you can be... Well, I guess I'm just thinking more of individual more than countrywide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're... A lot of people are broken for many reasons. And 
if anything, your brokenness is what can help other people that are broken. Well, I, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, if you're in desperate need for help and you're really struggling, obviously I'm not saying, oh, if your friends need help, don't try to help them. Of course you want to help your friends or your family or whoever. But, like, you can't really, like, give them everything when you don't have it to give. And once when you, like, are healed, Fair. once when you are healed and you're, like, you feel more comfortable and, and, and better with yourself and, you, and, you, and you've gotten through the like you fought off these demons you've gotten through these storm clouds then you can use those experiences that you've gone through to help people that are going through something similar but if you're still going through it it's probably better to like focus on helping yourself and getting yourself to a place where you are able to help someone because i've definitely because i've gotten to a there was a point in my life where i was obsessed with helping people it was my it was my love it was my passion and i still love to help others but um but you gave it up. But well, the thing is, is like I was so focused on helping everyone else to the point where people would come to me for advice and help, and I was so focused on that that I forgot to like help myself, and my own mental health, like just was destroyed, and mm. and I was I, I I was in denial about it. I was like, I'm fine. I felt like I was wearing a mask, like a like a happy face mask, where underneath I was crying, and uh, all the time, and I, I and I didn't even realize it till I really just like took a step back took a step back and looked in the mirror and I was just like I'm the one that needs help who's the one that's going to give me advice people look at me would look at me as this strong individual and who's got all this wisdom for or at least for his age but but they never would think oh what what is he going through and I would be like mm -hmm. oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but it really but really I wasn't and and then once when I, once when it kind of like all hit me and it kind of took over I was just like I'm in no position to help people I need help too so, but once when I got through all these demons, and it, it took many, many years to get through it, but uh, now I finally feel like I'm in a place where if I see someone going through something that I went through, something I can relate to, something that I might have some wisdom to, I'm, I feel much more comfortable and able to give someone actual good advice or help that might like benefit them. Because mm -hmm. if you're going, if you're still going through that thing, it's kind of hard to help someone. You might give them some advice or some help that they that might not be right, because like you don't know yet because you're still you're still dealing with it yourself you still need that same advice mm -hmm. and obviously there's different cases and i'm not saying even if you're in a bad place and your friend is in some desperate need of some help uh, don't help them until until you're helped no of course you you want to be there for your friends and family but like when it comes to like giving giving it your all and like giving them everything you have to offer sometimes you sometimes like you can't do that unless you're able and uh and maybe this is just me but like that's that's what my experience is from what i've gone through has been like when it comes to helping others and uh doing stuff like that yeah i don't think you need to have good boundaries in relationships so it's like i heard that point speak up i <laughs> sorry i said i think you need to have good boundaries in relationships and i think that's kind of where that plays on yeah yeah i think even if you're at or you're low or you're high, it's knowing that you are not, you can never truly help someone by who, yeah. you can be supportive and encouraging, but like, like when people come to me for help, I like, yeah, it ain't me. Like I'll, I'll point you to the person that helped me get to my stuff. So yeah, I point them to my to my boy Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, that's how I feel. And he's the one who does the work because, yeah, I mean, you can always give good advice, especially if it's something you've gotten through, but it's like, the best advice I can give you is like who helped me get through that mm -hmm. stuff, and that was yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, like people need different types of help too. Like sometimes the help that you're able to offer is not the help someone needs. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about, I thought like that with my father. Like, uh, when I was going through stuff, one of the reasons why I never really opened up to him about any of that stuff is because I just, like, the type of help that he would, he would be able to give me was not really the type of help that I needed. Yeah. And, uh, not that, and I'm not saying that the help was bad. It's just, it's just like the type of person I am. We all need different types of help. So that's why if you, maybe you want to help someone, but the help you're able to give is not the help they need. Yeah. You could do like point them to a, in, to someone who can help. And it, sometimes it, like for, for us, it's a little easier because we got Jesus on our side and God on our side, but not everyone has him and not everyone's like super willing to just like accept that that's when you force it <laughs> yeah <laughs> tie them down and start reading the scripture yeah you just didn't want a jesus dude it's because like i've helped people that are atheists or i've tried to help people that are atheists and like inside a lot of me really wanted to be like you just need god you need this you need that but if i i just knew if i just said that like they would just be like no nah, like I don't believe him. That's stupid mm-hmm. or whatever. It's time and place. I mean, yeah. That's kind of like where I come from. Of like, I just feel like we're all broken. We're all messes. But like... Motion detected in the driveway. Whoa, guys. <laughs> and know, welcome Brian. our fourth guest, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but like, that's kind of the idea is just like, we are all kind of broken. So I think like, that's how I guess I feel is like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be in a place where like, I'm fully okay. But in a sense, like that's why we need jesus because it's like i'm okay like yeah. you know it's like if i You'll could be okay. be okay on my own yeah well like i wouldn't need him and yeah. so like that's kind of where i feel like it's like a sense of like i, I literally when trying to help anyone it's just like i just know this isn't going to come from my own strength yeah like, and most most people don't find that position in their life where they're like i'm 100 percent okay i'm 100 percent happy most people have their demons that they're still fighting every day Geo apparently is one of those people. Hey, that will be lurking, but I fight back now. I hadn't. And give him that foothold. I don't. And and a part of me thinks I'll never be like fully okay and unbroken either. But I guess we just need to find that structure, and we find it in Jesus. But everyone needs to find their their structure that like really just like you know whatever works for you as long as it's not Islam. Like (laughs) I'm fine too far. You hear that, Giovanni? That one, that one was for Kitab, but... It's like what I said, like, we live in a broken world. So it's like that already, but not yet, of, like, we already have Christ now. Like, we already can experience God now and experience Christ and what Jesus has done, know all that. Right. But, like, but it's a not yet thing, because it's like we're not going to be fully perfect or fully mm-hmm. whole or anything until, you know, we're reunited with him in heaven. So it's like, or he comes again, which, anytime now. But yeah, it's like, first. yeah, so it's like that kind of sense of, like, that's if we're, we're sitting in and saying, like, we're fully whole in Christ, but it's like we also aren't going to get to reap the benefit yeah. of that. Well, it's just like we're all broken into pieces, but what really matters is what's holding those pieces together. And in this case, it's Jesus. He's holding us together, and without him, we're going to fall apart. So, And to even simplify for what anyone may believe, it's all about love. It's all so. about love. Jesus is love. If you don't believe in Jesus... <laughs> we got nothing to say to you. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Tio, where are you going with I don't, I don't know. And I don't yeah. like Jesus. Ask about us in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, love to yeah. tell you. Yeah, and we, I, I mean, I want to be inclusive to all religions and beliefs on this podcast. Obviously, we're all Christians. Brian's a Christian. Uh, Questionably so. <laughs> and I'd say most of our guests on here are Christian, even if we didn't, like, speak on that topic with them um not all of them actually i said most of them oh, okay yeah um 
I guess not. I don't even know if most, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, But you don't have to be a Christian to listen to this podcast. I mean, I'd say most of the time. But by the end of the season, you will be. (laughs) But... But and, and and we talk about all different types of things and and though we it's not uncommon for us to mention uh, Christianity or the Bible or God in our podcasts, uh, you know, we just want we want to be inclusive for all, but we also want to just make it very clear that it that is what we believe in love, and we will uh, mention and talk about that. Well, it's one of those things like when it's so much part of your life, it's like if we're talking, we're doing a podcast, and like y'all are doing a podcast about your lives. It's such for a sure. big part of your life, and it's the center of your lives. It's just gonna come out. Yeah, <laughs> but y'all know we talk about everything. Yeah, so. we talk yeah. about everything, <laughs> including some questionable things. That, yeah. <laughs> and I know I already mentioned this before the podcast started, but yeah, I listened back to some of our older episodes, and I was just like, man, I I feel like I, I look, I felt like. It's like I must have been like drunk or something talking about these things, but I wasn't. No, we were so, completely sober. We were completely sober <laughs> so every episode. And, you know, sometimes it's just that energy. You know, sometimes you make jokes <laughs> and they build up and they you know, just keep going. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like, whoa. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're just like motion detected in the driveway. And then you're like <laughs> motion detected in the driveway. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> the warning light comes on. Yeah. yeah. Should we uh, say why Brian's not in this episode? Yeah, so our boy Brian, the Golden Hipster, is actually, in a way, traveling the world with his whole family. He's back in his home country, Panama, which I think almost for a full, a full month, so yeah. he probably has maybe two weeks left yeah. or so. So, mm-hmm. wish him well. I'm sure he's enjoying the warmer weather and yeah. seeing his family. We got his blessing to record this episode without him, unlike the time Gio made the episode with Kelly and didn't ask us. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay, we forgive him. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually like that uh, the st- the whole style of that video and yeah. it was it yeah, was SSR, yeah. Yeah, you weren't even in it. No, I just recorded it. Yeah, I mean your voice is in it. Yeah. But no, I I like that style. Um, but actually, maybe in honor to to Brian, Chrissy, will ask you the question he asks every guest at the end. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, you could give one piece of advice oh, to someone man. that's going through a hurdle in life or just a tough time. What would you say to them? And make sure to speak up. You know, we want to hear you. Yeah, yeah. I hate this question. Uh, but now you're part of it. You're part of the experience. I know. So you said if I had to give one piece of advice to someone hurting. Yeah, just going through a tough time in life, whatever that may be. Oh, gosh. I feel like anything I say is just going to be your typical, like... That's okay. Cheesy. That's... But, like, it's just, like, usually what I just say is, like, you're not alone. You don't have to be alone. So, like, that's, like, the biggest thing. And then, like, I think for me, like, a lot of times I've just told people, it's, like, like, not to, I know we were seven, <laughs> I'm just talking about Jesus on the podcast, but it's, like, hard, because it's, like, what would I give advice? It's, like, I probably would just be honest with them and saying, like, hey, like, you know, things are hard and think this, but, like, you don't have to be good enough. Like, it's not, like, you're not doing enough because that's not the answer. And you can keep trying as hard as you want to be enough, but you're never going to be on your own. But, like, here's this awesome person, Jesus, who, like, you know, it's, like, the idea that, like, God sent him to be enough for you and to die for you so that, like, you wouldn't have to just figure this all out on your own and so that that weight wouldn't have to be on you. True, true, true. Because I think, like, that's just what was told to me during my hardest time, and it's what help me the most so that's kind yeah. of the only advice i can think to give awesome. have we ever asked this question to ourselves no what would you say to someone who's going through a hurdle in life <laughs> i'd say a lot of things 
Yeah. <laughs> do better. I guess, yeah, it kind of does depend on who you're talking to, especially yeah. who asks you. But I guess something that I say is, and again, yeah, this depends, you know. It's definitely case-by-case um, mm-hmm. case basis. Yeah. But I think the advice I give people is it's not life or death. Mm-hmm. And maybe tough now, but looking at my own life, some of the hardest things I've been through five years later or even a year later, it's like I look back and I laugh mm-hmm. at like what my mentality was back then. So I guess just almost in a way is to like know that tough times come and they go and um, you'll be okay. That's life. <laughs> it's probably not that uplifting. But. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, a part of it is just the delivery, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes mm-hmm. what it's not, sometimes it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So when you say that to someone, you just got to be like, super like motivational maybe put some music on your phone and be like put that Hans Zimmer soundtrack you gotta take life by the throat Mm -hmm. and strangle it until it lets you be free Mm -hmm. but yeah that's some advice I'd give alright that's pretty good I want you too Uh, for me um, I don't know it's tough because like you said it is kind of case by case and I wouldn't say the same thing to every person but to try to like make it I guess as broad as possible and uh I would just say like I don't I I don't really know exactly I mean I may not know exactly what you're going through maybe I do maybe I don't we're different people but I've gone through a lot I've gone through struggles I've been on the edge to the point where I hated myself and I no longer wanted to live I've been I've been at the brink of just ending it all and every time I got to that point something pulled me back into the light so it took me a long time to figure out what that was but I did and what what it is for me is most likely going to be different than what it is for you but all you got to do is just keep searching and keep fighting and it will it won't you won't find it because it will find you. And once when it finds you, everything becomes much more clear. And your mind becomes much more open to everything. And you will realize how valuable your life is. Because it is. Everyone's life is valuable. And everyone is important. Everyone has a purpose. And once when you find that purpose, you'll understand that what you went through was not you being a failure or you not being enough it was you learning to understand that you are enough and basically you just really what it is at the end of the day is no matter what you're going through you just got to keep fighting you just got to keep on pushing forward because you're learning and you're growing and you're going to grow and if you learn from these lessons, you're going to grow into a person you do love. And you're going to find your worth because everyone is worth a lot. Everyone is worth more than they than they could ever realize. And you just got to find that worth. And you got to find that something that pulls you back into the light when you fall into the darkness. And that's I guess that's what I would try to say to someone because... 
when I see people go through these struggles, it's always, I'm worthless. I hate myself. I'm not good enough. Stuff like that. And it's just like, and it breaks my heart because it's just like, God made, I mean, God made you and he did not make you worthless. He did not make you to fail. He did not make you to be less than anyone else. He made you in his image. And that's in crate and that's insane. And he loves you. And if he loves you, that's all you really need. And the people who put you down, they're not putting you down because that's the truth. They're putting you down because that's who they are. They're still learning too. And these lessons would take us all in different directions, but at the end of the day, we all end up in one of two places. So, I don't know. <laughs> I started, uh, I don't know, I started rambling off there a little bit at the end, but at the end of the day... We do all end in one of two places, that's for sure. We know where Brian gonna be. <laughs> Well, because like really, our and our time here on Earth, our time here on Earth, really does determine that whether, uh, no matter what you believe in, and yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you just gotta find your worth because we all have it, and you gotta find that thing that brings you there. Mm-hmm. Amen. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, that was awesome, guys. Yeah. We covered a lot of stuff. Chrissy, thanks for joining us. No problem. And yeah, we back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Catch y'all later, hopefully with Bryant. Yeah, get, get ready for 2022. The Mixed Bag Podcast is back. And that's about it, yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Bye. And thank you to Chrissy. Do you, you don't want to promote anything, do you? I don't have anything to promote. All right. Thanks, Peace out. <laughs>